BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm Ashley Gavin. Ashley. I am a co- I am a comedian. Mm-hmm. If you like me here, I have a YouTube channel mm-hmm. and I've got a special coming out. And it's out, actually. Yeah. And I am Ashley Gavin. Circlers, welcome back. We are here today with the lovely. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, I feel yeah. like I like to have people introduce themselves. Just also, like, what if I pronounce your last name wrong? Is it Gavin? It is Gavin, but people say okay. Gavin, and as a lesbian, <laughs> I'm like, come on. That's like a Freudian slip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, more than Freudian. <laughs> I don't think it's subconscious. I think it's right in the front of their mind that I am a lesbian. <laughs> I'm wearing camo right now. You look good, though. <laughs> Thank you. You're pulling off the camo. I'm trying so hard. Are I've been you? making a real effort to try and. It's I'm a supposed- cool shirt. Thank I you. I was thinking that when you took your jacket off, I was like, "Oh shit!" Thank you so much. We're I on brought to something here. I brought two cool shirts to LA. Well, that's or- all you have to do. Yeah. <laughs> Alter. Okay, so you're like gonna move here. <laughs> you need just like three three shirts, a couple pairs of pants. Rotate them. Yeah, you're fine. And that's a cool brand. So you're like, it right is a cool there. brand. I. I wanted to one day be able to afford this kind of T-shirt. Yeah. And I bought one and yeah. I was like, that's enough. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like scary. Yeah. I get it. And they're nice. You actually, that's I was good. like. It looks nice. It, it looks doesn't. Like thick. It is thick. It doesn't. I was going to say it didn't wrinkle like the rest of my shirts in my bag. So yeah. it was worth paying it. Paying the big bucks for <laughs> wrinkle free T-shirts. It's not even that expensive. <laughs> like it, it is for a T-shirt. Right. But I don't want people thinking it's like a $300 T-shirt. It's not. It is not. But also like I feel like I still have like teacher brain. Like I still think that I have like. $4. I'm, still, I'm still making like $13 an hour. Right. So and then I'll you have like, to set aside a third of it for school supplies <laughs> yeah, for yeah, your right, kids. For my class. <laughs> and then gas. And then like right. everything. I'm like, oh, I don't leave my house anymore. And I'm not a teacher anymore, so I, I don't need to be thinking like that. But I, I think I it's just to be a teacher. Thing. Did you know really? that? Yeah, I taught computer science. I was not a teacher like you were a teacher. I, I don't even think it's fair for me to say that. I mean, I, I wouldn't get offended. <laughs> but I, do you know the organization Girls Who Code? Yeah. So I wrote their whole curriculum. Really? Yeah, back in like 2012. And then I 
taught their first immersive summer program and then I trained all the teachers and wait I, that's so cool yeah 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 I, so you're a girl who codes I, I was and then I you code I oh I mean I have to code I taught people well, how I to know code. but I taught people how to read and I can barely <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding I'm a pretty good reader I guess that's amazing thanks anyway wait you coded yeah 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 I, I used to work at MIT I used to work what? at a research lab there wow yeah. and then I was like what, what can I do that's less meaningful yeah. And I became a comedian. Here I am. No, I totally <laughs> feel that. I'm just making YouTube videos. Well, I wanted to be a comedian my whole life. And okay. I was suppressing a dream, as many of us are. Classic. Yeah. Wait, okay. So you, that's so interesting. Do you ever, have, do you ever like use your coding skills nowadays for yeah. online Yeah, things? big time. Because yeah. so I like, I go on tour and I have right. like a comedy special coming out. And so I have this text alert. And if you know anything, if you have even been present on my Instagram for one second, you know that I'm screaming at people <laughs> to get on my text alert. And I actually wrote all of the code that organizes the text alert by zip code and who's it's, who is it's going to text and all kind of like the if you're really nerdy, all of the CRM, the the base That's code for that. Yeah. So cool. It works. Wow. I mean, it work. It it has some bugs, but. Whatever. What doesn't? Yeah. What doesn't? Wow. Okay. So you're you were a coder. Yeah. I would actually really like to know what your time on the cruise ships were like. Everyone loves this. Yes. I'm I'm really intrigued. This is the number one thing. So I was Carnival Cruise Line's first openly gay performer. That's huge. Yeah. I mean, is it? Did, huge? They, did they market that? Like I have, that? No. Okay. They did not. They did not market it at all. Okay. They, they actually did the reverse. They were like, "How could we not market this? How can we make sure no one finds out she's gay until they get there?" That okay. was sort yeah, of the yeah, vibe. Yeah. Okay. Kind of. My comedy special is sort of about this journey because I got there and. I was their first openly gay performer. Again, nothing to be proud of. I don't think it's an accomplishment for either party. Okay. <laughs> but if you know anything about Carnival Cruise Lines, people are fascinated by this because it is not exactly a liberal hub. Yeah, it, totally. <laughs> people are pretty, I, would, I wouldn't I would even say conservative. I would say apolitical. Okay. There's definitely some QAnon yeah, people, right. You know, there's some there's some crazy stuff going on on there. One in, out of, in the sea, out, if you will. International law. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> anything goes. Anything goes. And there's some there's some Q people there. Like, but this is the part that was interesting. Everyone's like, did people like you? Like, what was that like? The first three shows were truly the worst, most homophobic experiences of my really? life. Really. I, I they put me out of Galveston, Texas. So what happens? This is the cruise life, baby. Okay. So when you are a carnival cruise comedian, they you're only on the boat for like ten days max, and they keep flying you to different ports. Oh, you don't get to like enjoy the boating experience the whole time. You're well, the people that are there longer term, the long contracts are like eight months. So on the boat, yeah. Okay. So I don't want to do that. Okay, that makes sense. And it was nice because it was like a day job. I would go for ten days. I'd make my rent. Yeah. And then I'd go home and focus on my comedy back in New York. Okay. But when I was on the boat, they put me out of Galveston first. They put every comedian out of Galveston first because Galveston is the easiest audience. And I've never even heard of that place. Galveston is a coastal town in okay. East Texas. Okay. It, how do I say this in a way? It sounds scary. It's terrifying. Yeah. It's like really not a safe space. I'm sure. For like this camo, they would 
they they know I was an imposter and, yeah. and shoot me and I'd be like a taxidermy dyke on their right. wall like with dildos coming out of my head instead of antler. Like I am not. They'd see the wrinkle free and they'd right, know. They'd be like, what's going on? Hang on a second. Yeah. Okay. So, so they put me out of there and I begged. I was like, because I was originally supposed to go out of Charleston. Then they realized it was my first time. They were like, no, 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 this is easier. I was like, I don't think that you can apply any of the previous rules that you've even thought made any sense for anybody to me. Right, right. But they put me on a Galveston. I did my first show. All of my shows were X-rated, even though the other ones were R-rated, even when I wasn't cursing that much because I was gay. Okay. Which sounds wrong. That's, yeah. I was going to say, there's something. <laughs> Hang on a sec. It's fucked up, but it was a protection mechanism that they did that if anyone left that show being like, why the fuck was that gay lady there? Okay. The crews could be like, you went to an X-rated show. Got it. What goes, goes. Okay. So that was sort of a protection mechanism. And I, okay. I know, I know. <laughs> it's nuts. Having a hard time wrapping my head around this whole thing. Well, it, you, what you really need to do is picture the buffet. And then, then you get a good idea <laughs> of why they're trying to do this this way. Okay. There's just, so I did it. I got on stage. I said, I did my opening joke. I said I was gay. And because I like to get it out of the way. Yeah. And then a third of the room stood up and walked out. Shut the fuck up. And I, I will never forget that That's feeling. That's insane. Yeah. I hadn't even started. Like, just got up, walked out. The next morning, I was getting breakfast. And this guy came up to me. I ended up having breakfast with him. But he came up to me. He was like, I stayed for your show because I didn't want to be disrespectful. And I was like, well, it feels like you're about to be disrespectful yeah. <laughs> right now. You just stop right there. Yeah. Like, maybe let's end this conversation. And he was like, I just want to let you know your abomination or your lifestyle is an abomination. And like, I hope you get like, find Shut. God, basically. Okay. I had breakfast with him for like an hour. Okay. I did the whole thing. I was so kind. That's really, if you know, that's what, really kind. Of yeah. You. Yeah. I mean, look at me right now. You can hear the way I talk. I would, I would like to verbally eviscerate this man. Right. People who've seen my TikToks, maybe you guys have seen my TikToks. Yeah. I rip people an asshole. Yeah. I was just As like, should. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a role model right now. I'm going to teach this guy something. Okay. We get an hour into that. We're talking about gay penguins. I was like, what about the gay penguins? <laughs> yeah. You know, like I'm trying to get yeah, yeah, yeah. his like, level. It. Yeah. And then, where it hurts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> straight people love, love their penguins. Yes. Yeah. We do. You're straight, right? Yeah. We do love penguins. It's kind of core to the straight experiment. Experience. To love penguins? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously. <laughs> yes. Every straight person loves penguins. So I get it. So I was telling him what about the penguins? And he yeah. said to me, don't talk about our penguins. <laughs> <laughs> Keep keep penguin keep out of your penguins fucking mouth. names out of your fucking mouth. <laughs> no, okay, keep going. What are they called? Said, Emperor the penguins? penguin, king no penguin, every kind of penguin. You shut. The Have you ever fuck seen up. Atypical? No, I haven't. Oh, he like is obsessed with penguins in the show. Anywho, is he straight? Yeah, there you go. That's crazy. What? Whoa, we're on to something straight here. People love penguins. We do. So I he and then he said back to me, "You believe that garbage? Like the way." <laughs> He, the way I think he's in a QAnon cult, he thinks I'm in a gay penguin cult. Right. We're totally, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we can't speak the same language. Right. And finally, finally, at the end of the conversation, 
he said, you have beautiful eyes, by the way. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were saying he said I, No, 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 no. I just, I like, oh, I just keep of looking hair. over at you and I'm like, you're, uh, you know, it doesn't tr- necessarily translate in like the thumbnails and stuff like that. I'm like, oh my God, she has like piercing, stunning blue eyes. Do people say this to you all? That I All of a sudden, I, I hate penguins even more. I'm becoming gayer and gayer by the second. <laughs> I yeah you know people mention once in a while all right okay yeah anyway thank you I thought he said that to you no he did not I thought he started to fall in love with you (laughs) no no okay and and I'm with him and I'm straight now (laughs) uh no what he said was my brother who's I think he said 59 he said my 59 year old brother came out to me recently and it was the most horrible thing that's ever happened to me you have to remember these guys are like from rural Alabama like they're from the middle of nowhere where sorry where was this cruise going I'm confused because <laughs> like all these places you're naming there's like no like I didn't think well I guess there's like water but I just wouldn't think that people were cruising around Texas they leave Texas they leave from Texas to and Mexico? then they hit they hit oh, like makes sense. they'll go to the Bahamas well that wouldn't go to the Bahamas that would go I know way too much about cruising <laughs> like <laughs> itinerary now but that would go to like East Mexico. Okay. Like yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, kind of that totally makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So he, okay. Anyway, everybody sorry. drives to Galveston. So you have yes, people coming from it's all over. It's making sense. I'm getting it. Galveston is primarily like the middle of Texas. Yes. East Texas. Got it. So he says that to me and I was like, oh, that's what this is about. Yeah. I'm the only other gay person that this guy has ever met right. in reality. Right. And spent any time with. And his brother is gay and that's the biggest the worst thing that's ever happened to him him. not even thinking about his brother and i just said at the end of the conversation i was like your brother just wants you to love him it's pretty easy yeah and he was like i know and that was like the end of the conversation i have no idea what impact our conversation made on his life but it made a bigger impact than than you'd think but it was so wild that's crazy to be a lot of people's yeah you know ellen is probably one of the first gay people they'd ever seen in media and i was probably one of the first gay live performers that a lot of these people had ever seen that's wild yeah the cruise taught me that we are in a way bigger bubble than we even have any idea yeah. and it's made me really empathetic to people because the other after those first few performances sorry if i'm like dominating this oh my god that's the point okay cool yeah dominate this okay pod. okay <laughs> but those first few performances i tried so hard to change my set to try and accommodate what was happening around me and by the fourth performance i was like just fuck off i don't care i'm gonna do the set i want to do right and that's that was transformative as a comedian because i didn't change my material but all of a sudden fewer people were leaving and i think just through a vibe yeah of me being like this is who i am I do not care what you think of me. Right. It somehow was, I think the authenticity of it was sort of magnetic and people just ended up kind of staying. Yeah. And they, the thing is that they, they loved the gay comedy. Yeah. And so it was very weird to go from these 99% straight, apolitical carnival audiences to then blowing up on the internet and then only performing for gay people. Yeah. Or like, bisexual people right. or like you know friends of bisexual people right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like a wild transition yeah and the special that i wrote is really about like having 
as a gay performer, what it's like to just want to make the art that you want to make, but then everyone is either too gay, not gay enough, too gay, not gay right, enough. Right, right. Yeah. Wow. So every single one of you, at least I think, knows my dog, Chili, or at least of him, because I am obsessed with him. And I have basically made it my sole purpose in life to make sure Chili is as healthy and happy and just amazing as he possibly can be. And a huge focus of how I do that is in what I feed him. Now, we know that eating processed food for every meal isn't healthy, right? And kibble is subject to multiple rounds of high heat processing, making it an ultra processed food. So dogs should try something fresh too. And that is where the farmer's dog comes in. Now, I just love the farmer's dog so much. We have been feeding chili farmer's dog since he was a puppy and he is truly so obsessed with it. And I'm just so, so happy that we found it because when he was a puppy, when we first got him, we tried feeding him kibble and he wanted absolutely nothing to do with it because he knew he knew he knew it wasn't good for him. But the second we switched to farmer's dog, he got so excited. And now still three and a half years later, he scarfs it right down and he just loves it so much. Plus, it's way healthier for him. It's real, fresh, healthy food with whole meat and veggies, gently cooked in human-grade kitchens to preserve its nutritional value. It's so easy. You just tell them about your dog, and they deliver personalized, vet-developed recipes for as little as $2 a day, and meals arrive in pre-portioned, ready-to-serve packs conveniently delivered on your schedule. It really is so convenient, so fresh. Dog people all across the country have ordered millions of meals from the farmer's dog. I promise it's never been easier to invest in your dog's health with fresh food. I know how important pets are and I would never recommend anything for them that I didn't know for a fact was great. You have to try Farmer's Dog. Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash circle. Plus you get free shipping. Just go to thefarmersdog.com slash circle to get 50% off. That's thefarmersdog.com slash circle. Go to thefarmersdog.com slash circle to get 50% off your first box plus free shipping. Okay, my sweet circlers. If you have ever had unprotected sex or you've forgotten your birth control or you've had a condom broke or you're not sure if that happened, first of all, you are not alone. That is very normal. And second, I am excited to talk about a new company that is giving emergency contraception a much needed rebrand. I feel like pretty much everyone has their own story or they know someone who has had to take the morning after pill. And with that, just like always comes with this sort of shame or embarrassment when it absolutely should not. We've all been there. Well, Julie is aiming to be the emergency contraception company for the next generation, one of learning and acceptance, not stigma and shame. When it comes to complex and stressful choices around your health, Julie believes women deserve products that are easy in every way, easy to find, easy to take, easy to relate to, and easy to understand. Julie stops your body from releasing an egg using the same active ingredient as Plan B or other morning after pills. Essentially what happens is Julie works by preventing or delaying your ovulation. So with no egg, there's no fertilization and therefore no pregnancy. By the way, it is no risk to future fertility. Julie just launched at CVS, but you can also find Julie at Target and Walmart stores across the U.S., you can also order it online to have for the future just in case. And it's legal in all 50 states and you don't need an ID, prescription, or a credit card to get it. And Julie is not just a morning after pill. It's a morning after pill brand that's working to increase access to emergency contraception for women across the country. 
Julie has a one-for-one one donation program, and every time you purchase Julie at a store or online, the company donates one pill to someone who needs it. Julie partners with over 25 organizations across the country to provide donations to those disproportionately impacted by health inequities. You can go to juliecare.co to learn more or find Julie at your nearest CVS, Target, or Walmart today. That's juliecare.co to learn more. So how long how long were you on the cruise line for? I really didn't do it that long because it was right before the pandemic. I started in like the fall of 2019. And how long have you... Sorry, you said you didn't want this to be an interview and now I'm just asking no, 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 you go questions. Go but go how ahead. long did you do comedy oh my before, God. before the cruise? So long. I started comedy in 2014. Oh, wow. So I'd been doing comedy five years, almost six years. Okay. When I did, the, when I got that job and oh my God, I was so grateful for that job, dude. Like yeah. I was so, so grateful. Yeah, Because sure. I couldn't succeed. I couldn't, I couldn't book anything. I was just, I was struggling. Yeah, it's, it's a tough world. Yes, sure. it is. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Revelations. <laughs> it's a crazy world out there. It is. The penguins. There's so much going gay. on. I know. It's so crazy. <laughs> and you're bringing it to light. <laughs> well, I'm a truth teller. What can I say? Oh, my God. Okay, so then now, how long have you been writing this special? Or how long did it take you to write the special? Well, it's like nine years of... But uh, like... Of your material, like how does this? How do? How does it come together? I mean, like, I'm not like a comedian, obviously. Yeah. I'm just. I think it's different at different points in your career. I think your first special is always. It can be the best, yeah, because depending on how long it took you to get there, and for me, it took a really long time. <laughs> it's a, a collection of your best jokes from right. throughout your throughout entire everything. leading up to that point. For other people, they've already put out a special. They've got one year, two years to kind of throw together the next one. Sometimes that can be a week got kind it. of special. But for this one, I love writing like a theme. I don't like just putting random jokes together. These, yeah. these are my best jokes. I wanted it to mean something. Yeah. And that was really tricky to figure out like what I even wanted it to be. But the story of the cruise is so interesting to people. Yeah. That it sort of follows that through line of being like, it kind of talks about the emotional pressure of no, of looking at an audience and being like, are they going to get up and walk away when they find out that I'm gay? Yeah. Because there's this thing in comedy, you know, Ellen DeGeneres, she never even once mentioned that she was gay. And then when she finally did, her sitcom got canceled. Okay. So it was like, you know, her whole career, she had to hide it and kind of earn the trust. And many gay comedians, Wanda Sykes, many gay comedians, that's how they did it. Yeah. They were in the closet. Yeah. Fortune Famester works clean, which I think is really interesting. Yeah. So she's out, but like it's very clean. Yeah. Very family friendly. Right. And I'm sort of saying like, when do I get to be like a male comedian and just be say whatever I want, do whatever totally. I want, be as sexual or not sexual as I want without the audience worrying about what it means for them? Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of what the special. And I picked all the jokes to reflect like kind of subvert the expectation like I picked a lot of not gay material yeah but then the last joke is like the gayest thing you've ever heard okay so it, and it's very funny it's about a double and a dildo so it's it's worth um, waiting the I'm intrigued <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking where is the she said she was gay and she's a comedian where is the double and <laughs> yeah come on just shut up how long have we been recording <laughs> yeah okay so that's sort of what it was about it was about choosing jokes that I was like I was trying to make everybody angry, I think, when I wrote it. Just like, fuck your expectation. This is, right. yeah. 
that's exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. I'm really excited about it. I mean, I hope I'm putting it on YouTube, so we'll see what the algorithm does. I think the algorithm will be in your favor <laughs> because I am putting that out there. To the well, world. you see if you're sitting cross-legged on your like <laughs> little perch over there. The algorithm is in your favor. I don't know how to sit like a normal human being when I'm doing this. Podcast. Are you sure you're not even a little gay? That's what I they think say about gay people. That we don't know that we <laughs> <laughs> that we do not know how to sit. And you're gay now. Wow. <laughs> I fucking hate penguins, by the way. <laughs> wait, okay, wait, what do they say about gay people? That they sit cross legged? It's a thing that I'm it, trying to figure out what they say though. I actually don't know. It's from the internet, but whenever I'm sitting weird, do you know you're gay, right? Yeah, I am. What is it? <laughs> That's so rude. I just walk into a studio. I'm like, you're fucking gay, right? <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about? They say that we sit weird. Yeah. Oh my god. It's just it's just from the internet. You're actually sitting seated quite normally. Okay. Well, I mean, I mean, I'd be happy. <laughs> be happy to it would venture uproot, into it. it. It would uproot your entire life. You don't have to pretend to. It's not a homophobic thing. It would be very disruptive to your life. To, to learn, my life. To learn that you were gay. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be like the most convenient thing. But it I, never is. But I, <laughs> there's a, there's never a time where you're like, oh, thank God, I was dating a woman. I'm so glad to learn that I am actually gay. You know, but like at least <laughs> at least you like figure out what you like. Yes, that's true. So then it's like probably better. Yes, yes. So, you know? Yeah, coming out. (laughs) Again, revelations. (laughs) Oh my God, this is a crazy episode. Is it? I'm having a great time. It feels really funny. It is really funny. Was it hard for you to leave teaching? Yeah. Yeah. Did people ask you that? I'm sorry. No, I just, no, I mean, it's, yeah, it was like all I ever wanted to do really was teach. Because for me to switch from teaching to comedy, I felt so much like, you piece of shit. I think that's that also had a lot to do with it. Like I was kind of like embarrassed. Like it was like, I don't want to help these kids anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's I kind of really just want to like go on YouTube and make videos. <laughs> well, you are helping people in a different way. I I've learned that now because like at first I was like I'm not doing anything good anymore. I'm just like being self centered. Like, yeah, just being like narcissistic. That's what prevented me from doing comedy for so many years. Yeah, was I didn't want to perceive myself as a narcissist. That same. And now that I'm out as a narcissist, <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm I just, so much happier, <laughs> I'm staring at myself and cameras all the time, <laughs> smiling. No, I just like I just felt like it was like embarrassing almost, like to just be like, because I was always so proud to be like I'm a preschool teacher. Yeah, you know it you're is, like so it is sweet like the and, <laughs> best cutest job on the planet. Yeah, and I always felt like such like so cute being like I'm just like a preschool teacher and I just like love kids. <laughs> you and always then, did it just like that. Yeah, I'm like, just like a preschool. Oh, don't worry teacher. about me. I'm just a preschool teacher. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but like, and then all of a sudden I was like, I'm a YouTuber now, and like I make I make ads on Instagram, and I all of a sudden it was just like so weird, and it's been such a struggle to be like. Cause like I'm like the people who I'm like like people still follow me that I went to college with on Instagram yeah. and stuff and so I'm like posting like a the farmer's dog ad on Instagram <laughs> and like all of a sudden like I'm like this fucking guy that was in a fraternity in college is gonna be like what is this bitch doing like why is she? and then it's like why does it even fucking matter but like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so weird to be like she was once this like sweet preschool teacher now she's like. A YouTuber. <laughs> but like, then I think about it and I'm like, it's not like I'm I'm making, like the content that I'm making is like pretty normal stuff. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, it's not like I'm 
I'm, if anything, I'm like more myself now. Yeah, like embracing who I am. Totally. Now I had a huge glow up after I did like moved Same. into comedy. Yeah, because it was just like I was finally in my full. Can you tell that I listened to your last episode before <laughs> I came and did this one? No. Oh, your last. I don't know when you taped it, but your last episode was like so on point with so many things in my life. It was with that writer with Tara. Yeah, so good. Yeah, so good. But like. Yeah, like allowing yourself to just like go for something. Totally. It, it resonates in the rest of your body. I, I agree. But it's like, it's hard to get to that point to, like a lot of people don't ever get to that Mo- point. I think most people don't. I agree. I think now it's more common because people are so much more open to talking about, like being vulnerable and talking about like failing and figuring out who they are and stuff. It's not so like taboo anymore to talk yeah, about like. It's true being upset or feeling scared or imposter syndrome or anything like that. because of the internet as well. I agree with that. You get to watch someone go from nothing. Yeah. I mean, and the relationship that I have with a few of the people who've like found my TikTok super early and yeah. stuff like that, like that when they, when they say, normally parasocial relationships kind of freak the shit out of me. Yeah, me I'm too. I'm going to be totally honest. Me too. But there's a handful of people that when they message you and they're like, I'm really proud of like everything you've done. Like you just want to cry because like in a weird way, they've seen it in an incredibly intimate way that some of your friends haven't even seen. Yeah. Yeah. They've been consuming the content every day for sure (laughs) for three years. Yeah, exactly. From day one. Exactly. And like, it's funny because I'm never going to like make my friends watch my videos. No, like that never. That's narcissism. Yeah. (laughs) I would just I could never imagine like every time one of my friends is like, oh, I watched your video. I'm like, "Mm, it's okay. You don't have to tell me that. Yeah. I do not want to know that you're it's so embarrassing. Don't tell me that actually. But like there's people there's like people who have been watching you from your first video and it's like it's normal for them to watch it. So then when they're like, hey, I've been watching you from the start. This is so cool. It's like, damn. Oh, yeah. And you just hit a million. Yeah, and I think I've gotten a lot of like I've gotten a lot of messages like that in the last like few days and it's been like I just you don't think about it sometimes like they're actually they're usually they're just like names sometimes, you know? And then when you at- actually get to connect with someone and you're like, "Wow, you've been watching me from the start." It's like really amazing. Yeah, it's very it's very cool. It's very cool. It's weird cuz parasocial relationships are pretty unhealthy, but that type of real touch, like I like when people tell me when they listen to my podcast, yeah. like, oh, I listen to it while I'm walking my dog. Right. I don't need to know that you came out because of my podcast. No offense or anything. Like, that is almost too heavy to me. Like, okay. I can't, because I, I get a lot of messages like that. Like, oh, I came out as trans because of your podcast or whatever it might be, which yeah. is super moving. But me, I'm like, no, you didn't. You you came out because you needed to come out. Yeah. You are a strong person. Right. You found that within you. Right. Do you feel like a sort of pressure? Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm a comedian. I started the podcast not because I wanted to help people come out of the closet. I started it because I needed attention. And I wanted... (laughs) you're uh, funny. uh, Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And I I wanted an agent and I did not have one. Yeah. (laughs) There there we have it. It was like a practical decision. Yeah. I had... It was like a business decision. Yes. Decision. Yeah. And I literally sat down and looked at podcasts and I was like, there's so many sex positive podcasts in the straight female space. Yeah. None in the queer space. Yeah. And there's no like guys sitting down and talking comedy podcasts. Right. For women. Right. So I was like, or queer people. So I was like, what? I want to combine those two. Yeah. Totally surgical. Yeah. Technical. Right. 
now it's its own thing. Now, yeah. But I like to know I made you laugh when you were walking your dog. Right. I like to know that I made your day a little better because that's all I'm trying to achieve. Yes. Yeah. And when it starts the to, pressure, it, yeah. when it starts to become like a heavier thing, then it then you feel like pressure to. Right. Right. Yeah. And you don't even really internalize why a podcast like that would help people. But you do know that it does. I guess that's true with your content as well. You know that you're helping people, maybe not in the high touch way that you would with a preschool classroom, but you're impacting people in a low touch way that that matters. Right. It's not so like obvious. Yeah. It's just more like, I don't know, if you can just be like a normal, happy person and you can show people that it's okay to be like yes you're, you're kind of a role model yeah i, I guess you're targeting that to the audience if you can just be a normal happy person <laughs> you fucking idiot watch my no. videos and just like be, be normal, normal for once guys okay <laughs> thanks god uh, that suck i'm just kidding you know i would never say that about the circlers don't tell the circlers they suck that's me alerting all of my single circlers that this one is for you. Okay, did I get your attention? And I mean anyone, not just the single circlers who are looking for something serious, but anyone who's looking for anything, whatever it is you want to find. What if I said it starts with a swipe? So many possibilities really are just a match away. And Tinder is the world's most popular dating app, which means there are the most opportunities there to find whatever it is you're looking for. And success on Tinder can really mean whatever it is you want it to. So many of my friends that I know that are on other dating apps struggle because they're looking for one specific thing and then they match with someone and that person is looking for something completely different. And it's really frustrating. But Tinder really does make it easy and fun and also straightforward. So you can say what you're looking for and you can make sure the people you're talking to are in the same boat as you, which is just so easy and so important. Tinder just released Relationship Goals, a new Satisphere profile that shows others what types of connections you are looking for. Relationship Goals is just one of many features that Tinder has released to make sure you're comfy on the app. And like I said, I just, I know so many people on dating apps and a lot of times you think someone wants the same thing as you and it turns out after you've already met them and hung out with them that they don't. But with this, it's so easy because you know you're getting exactly what you want and they have more safety features than any other dating app, which is also very important. On Tinder, it starts with a swipe. Download Tinder today and explore all of the possibilities for yourself. Okay, so I've mentioned this, but I am very much on my makeup journey right now. Just, I've just been so into like looking for new products and trying new things and really, you know, seeing what's out there. And I've also been trying to find stuff that is cruelty-free and made with clean ingredients and all of that. And I was telling my friend this and she told me about Thrive Cosmetics and more specifically their Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. And oh my God, I am in love with it. There is a reason that this mascara has over 25,000 five-star reviews. It's amazing. It mimics the look of lash extensions minus the glue or the salon prices or any of that. It lasts all day without clumping, smudging, flaking, and taking it off is so easy. It just slides right off your lashes with warm water and a washcloth. You don't need soap, nothing. Plus, there are nourishing ingredients in it that support longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time. And like I said before, it is 100% vegan and cruelty-free and made with clean, skin-loving ingredients. 
No parabens, no sulfates, no phthalates, but still it works better than any other mascara I've used that has those things. I just love it so much. And one more thing that I love about Thrive Cosmetics is you'll see the word cosmetics is spelled C-A-U-S-E for a reason because as part of their mission, every purchase supports organizations that help communities thrive, such as those battling domestic abuse, cancer, social justice, education, and so much more. It really is the best. You have to try Thrive Cosmetics to see for yourself. Right now, you can get an exclusive 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash circle time. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash circle time for 15% off your first order. I started like a group chat with the circlers on text. No, <laughs> no, I'm not taking the text away from you. No text oh, blast. Yeah, you better not. I swear to God. I'll shut the fuck up about penguins. If you shut the fuck <laughs> up about my text Texting. alert. Yeah. I'll never text anyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I swear to God. Okay. But no, I have a good, good group chat on this app called Geneva. Okay. And I love that's one thing I love is seeing the people who listen to this podcast. Is it talk like a Discord? I have yes. a Discord. Okay. It's like Discord. But it's is like, it a rebranding for people who don't want to go to Discord? Because I, I got to say, really it was, scares me. When I first started it, <laughs> scared the shit out of me. I listen. I've seen it like on Cody's computer, like in passing. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, I like the gender binary <laughs> of Geneva and Discord. And I got to say, I am living in the wrong body on Discord. I don't I don't even know what Geneva is, but I like the name. I, There's I, like a it's like a flower. Yeah. Put me <laughs> over there. I might look like a little boy, but I, I am Geneva. No, you got to get on Geneva. OK, it's great. But like seeing I think like I have a hard time like responding to my DMs and like responding to my comments and like trying to like maintain a bunch of parasocial relationships because it feels like a lot of pressure to me. It's a ton of pressure. But seeing other people like who listen to this podcast talk to each other and, and make like, friends. Make friends. Yeah. Like that is like all I could ever yes. want. The discord that we have is like... It's so nice. One of my straight male listeners t- gave tips to one of my trans male listeners on how to shave. See, And I was like... That is so like beautiful. Yeah. And it was so cool. Like to to have it be something that's bigger than just you talking to a bunch of people is like makes it all. Yes. Worth it. If you can be that first step, because especially for queer people, like they're having trouble making friends where they live. You know, they live in like fucking Idaho. Right. The discord can be that intermediary step. Yeah. Wait, (laughs) what kind of people are in Cody's discord? I don't know. I like... (laughs) I am so removed from that. Like, I'm like, la, 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 la. I've listened to like maybe like 30 seconds of one of his podcast episodes. Like, I don't know what's happening in that world. And I am like, I think it's just better off that way. My my girlfriend is now fully not listening to it. Just gets like all of a sudden you're like, you feel like you're like eavesdropping on him and his friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I felt. And so I was like, I feel like I'm kind of being crazy right now. (laughs) Like, I'm going to not listen to this and he can have it. But then if he doesn't listen, I know he doesn't listen to Circle Time. Sometimes I'm like, oh, did you hear the recent episode? <laughs> I know you didn't listen. Like, I know you didn't fucking listen to my podcast. And I get all pissy, but it Does it actually be, bother you? No. Okay. But it's what would good. life be it's, if yeah, I exactly. wasn't just making up things yeah, to, to be, be mad upset about. about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yes. But no, if he actually listened, I'd be like, don't. Yeah, don't do that. 
because what if I say something like I don't listen to your podcast and then you hear that. But his po- this podcast feels like it has meaning. Does he have meaning on his ever? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> but like I'm not going to say no. <laughs> I didn't mean to I didn't mean to be rude. I don't really care. Okay. Great. But, <laughs> but like cuz like he's but like yes, he does. Like I have to, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Apologies. Thank you. There's a lot of good he penguin does. talk on there. Yeah. I'm sure. There's a lot <laughs> of penguin chat on there. <laughs> Straight penguin chat. Straight penguin chat. Yeah. Well, they could talk about the gay penguins. That's what that's what, like our job as straight people is. I wish I <laughs> Sorry, that's just I'm bring zoom, attention to I'm the gay penguins. Yes, and I wish more people would. Yeah. Well, same, but that I'm saying we should take on that role. Yeah. As you did as allies. As a gay person talking about gay penguins. Yeah, I did the emotional labor. And we appreciate that. Yeah. No. I would have done it if I was We're there. Bridging the gap. No, I and I think you would. It's just like no one's ever gonna go up to you for sure and be like your life is an abomination yeah. and open the door to a very vulnerable conversation. I totally agree. That's the issue with allyship. Yeah. Is you're in your circle. No right. one's bringing it up. Right. Like it's it's not going to come up. No, no, when you're with a bunch of bros, no one's going to be like this trans band shit in K- Kentucky is crazy. Right. Like no one is just not coming up. Yeah. Whereas, you know, for us it's like oh god. It is so annoying to have to be thinking about it all the right. time. Yeah. And to be worried about it. I can't I can't I don't know how you feel about like the state of the world, but like I just I'm having a lot of trouble I used to be like very active reading the news every day. And, yeah, I, I can't. I can't do it anymore. Yeah, I feel same. I feel weirdly guilty about it. Yeah. Because I feel like I'm not being a good citizen. Right. And also, but I, I found myself like not knowing what to do with all of the information that I was getting. Like, I don't know. I feel like helpless a lot yeah. of times. And so it's like, I don't even know what to do. And then I just get, I get even more freaked out i'm a vegetarian because of climate change yeah and now i'm even questioning that because i'm like i know it's the right thing to do yeah but no 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 one cares like (laughs) (laughs) i just feel like i'm standing i feel like greta thunberg a little bit with my vegetarianism (laughs) and i feel bad for greta thunberg she's incredible yeah but like Bro, you're it's, still you're striking with two other kids out there. It's not it's not but working. Like I do, <laughs> but like I do and think we that need like her. we need the Greta Thunbergs of the world. And we also need to like not be eating meat. Yeah, yeah. And so like if you can like make like you can only control like what you do. You yeah. Know? And, but then the flip side of it is like why why the fuck am I doing any yeah. of this? Yeah, I feel alone. Wow, I really I am a downer, dude. You're not a downer. I think I'm a downer. I don't think I wouldn't like I'm not going to leave this thing in like, oh, <laughs> God, she was a downer <laughs> at all. You're like you're you're speaking truth. But I'm a I'm a truth teller. Like we said, what is your are you what is your dream? I always when I talk to YouTubers, I'm always like because I started YouTube purely as a comedian trying to get traction on my comedy. OK, like when I vlog. Yeah, I'm not sitting down being like, this is it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm living the dream. <laughs> I actually love vlogging. You do. You I sit do. down and you're like, I'm living the dream. Yes. Only because crazy. <laughs> well, not like because I don't I, I don't think I've ever sat down and like 
took out my camera and be like, this is the fucking life. Here we go. Another day in dreamland. But like, I just think like I, I get to like live my life exactly how what I, I get to do what I want to do yeah. during my day yeah. and film it. And somehow people like that. Like I don't have to do, I don't have to like go do something crazy to get people to watch my video. I guess comedy. It's insane. It like doesn't make sense. Now, I don't think that it's, I don't think it's, it makes sense at all. And I don't really get why people like it, but they do. And I'm happy to do that. You you just said something super interesting because it made me re-reflect on my whole life. You said, I don't have to do something crazy to get people to watch. And I was like, <laughs> was that a shitty thing to say? No, no. I just realized that what I'm doing is crazy no, to I get don't, people to watch. I don't it, see. It, stand-up comedy is inherently crazy. But see that to <laughs> me, like I wouldn't be like, Okay, like what I more mean is like the YouTubers that that'll be like, I just jumped off this building to get this many like that yeah, kind no, of no, like no. version of YouTube to me is like you need to relax. <laughs> you need to relax. Like you going up and doing stand up comedy. I'm not like this bitch has got to relax. She's being so fucking crazy <laughs> right now. Like you're is, doing like a, your job. The thing is, if you said that to any stand up comedian, you'd be in you'd be in the correct point of view. Like, you, you, like you're being crazy. Every, every stand-up comedian could use a person to be like, what are you doing, man? Really? We, we are not okay. We're not okay. But see, the thing is, like, I could never in a million years. You're very years, funny. I'm actually surprised to hear this. Thank you. But I could never stand up and, and like, say jokes. My face would be <laughs> bright red the entire fucking time. <laughs> Like, I'm sweating thinking about it. I can't, like, I don't go on auditions. I, w I could never act. I could never be a stand-up comedian. Like, I could never do things like that. It's funny because YouTubers, there was a period of time where people were trying to get YouTubers. Like, Lily Singh had her yeah. NBC show. They yes. were trying to. And then and then the internet was just like, no, no, no. We're just going to make the, we're just going to make the internet the thing. <laughs> Which is great. Like, it's, I'm pro that. Well, what happened was, because I remember, like, Cody was, like, going out on auditions and stuff. And then, like, all of a sudden... They they were like, we don't want to work with these like YouTubers anymore because they all just suck. Like they're pretty bad. Yeah. If you watch them and, and this is no shade to any of them because I watch their content on YouTube. But as soon as they switch mediums, you're like, yep. Like, it's, it's tough. Yeah. It's really hard to switch mediums. And also, like, I think a lot of like YouTubers and stuff just. With actors or with comedians like you are. You have a talent. You are talented. <laughs> it's true. And a lot of times like YouTubers like like fucking Jake Paul. I'm like scared he's going to come kill me. <laughs> I, I was, think like, we're all scared was, of Jake Paul. Just like in my brain was like, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. But it's then, like the Voldemort of YouTube. <laughs> but like his videos were so fucking insane. And then like he was, <laughs> I'm terrified. <laughs> His videos were amazing. I love his boxing. <laughs> we just bleep his name. Throughout, throughout I'm the like episode. genuinely scared, but like he can we title this the Jake Paul episode? Literally, no. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to like fight Cody one time. What? He showed up somewhere and tried to find him because Cody made fun of him in one of his videos. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Cody's like the sweetest Canadian person ever and was like, Hey man, what's up? Like that was just Canadians are good at lighthearted. Yeah, they are. But like, like okay, Jake Paul does not have a talent. Sorry, he's really good at boxing. <laughs> I don't know what to 
say, but like he wasn't like <laughs> he like. God, how do I phrase this, Marsh? We're gonna have to do some editing in this episode. No, no, you're so <laughs> fine. You're. Why like, would Jake Paul care about this? No one. I think. Who he, are the Jake Paul apologists? They're they're all deranged. Oh, that's true. Okay. No one in no one in the comments is gonna be like actually. Jake Paul. He was good. Did you ever hear It's Every Day, Bro? <laughs> Do you remember that song? No. Oh, he made a... That was... Yeah, he made a song called It's Every Day, Bro. I just bro. laughed because it just sounded like something <laughs> like The Grind. It's Every Day, Bro. Yeah, that's what I figured that, it is. Well, that's what it, it was a song about. The Grind. It was Every Day, Bro. Yeah. Okay. I feel like no matter where you work or what your job is, making content, and I mean any type of content, and putting yourselves in your company or your brand out there for marketing purposes is so important. And that's whether you work for yourself or you're part of a team, your brand has a lot to say. An issue helps you tell the world. Put new life into static content by transforming brochures, newsletters, catalogs, magazines, and more from flat PDFs to interactive digital publications and social posts for your audiences worldwide. So awesome. Give them content that's fun to read across every channel and on every device. Just making things fun will make your brand or your company seem so much more exciting. Issue is the all-in-one platform to create and distribute beautiful digital content from marketing materials and magazines to catalog and portfolios and so much more. Issue also works seamlessly with the tools already used and loved like Canva, Dropbox, MailChimp, and InDesign. And this is really for anyone, you guys, from solopreneurs and designers to enterprise teams, really anyone who wants to create and share engaging content that stands out in just a matter of minutes. And having that engaging stuff, I really feel like is so important because everything is so much more grand these days. And so you want to make your content and your brand or your company just as exciting and fun to look at. And you can start using Issue for free. Try it out and explore premium features that offer a more customized experience. Get started with Issue today for free or sign up for an annual premium account and get 50% off when you go to issue.com slash podcast and use promo code CIRCLE. That's I-S-S-U-U dot com slash podcast and use promo code CIRCLE at checkout for your free starter account or 50% off an annual premium account. That's issue.com slash podcast with promo code CIRCLE. I think that so many people, like people just blow up on the internet so easily. Yeah. That like a lot of times, and they're young a lot of the times. And so like they don't know how to handle themselves in a professional environment. They don't know yeah. how to be good employees. They don't, they like don't know yeah. the real world a lot of the time. And so like people were going on these sets, these like professional sets of actual They're not on shows. time, I'm sure. Yeah, and they're late and they're, you know, I'm always late, so I can't really say, I can't be like, they're fucking late, so lame. <laughs> but like they, they just like, they don't know how to talk to people and treat people with respect. And yes. I think it was just a lot of the times it's like. Because they're independent. Right. And it's, it's incredible that they're able to do it independently. 100%. But, but I just, I think a lot of times like, those like normal life skills are like lost. Yeah. I do feel grateful. Not that I'm that huge, but like I do feel grateful that like this happened post 30 for me. Yeah. Yeah. Like to reevaluate, to, first of all, to do an emotional cleansing of my entire life. Yeah. I think that, that's partially why it happened because I was like emotionally so bad before. Like it, it happened when like you could. Yes handle it. I, I could not have emotionally handled going right. viral 
I mean, the first time I went viral, I only got like viral. I wouldn't even if I had a video like that, I'd delete it now. <laughs> but the first thing that I post is so sad. It's it, crazy. It's like it's crazy. The like what you see yeah. that you think is good at first. And then, yes, it's it's almost insane. a good thing to remind yourself of. I try to remind myself of that. Yeah. Frequently. Yeah. But the first time I went viral, I got 35,000 views on a clip from my podcast. That's good. I it, it I see that's a thing. I think I tend I don't want to know what's really really good and what's really bad because I'm like 35,000 that's a lot. I'm going to take that as a Well, as it was a, a lot for someone with zero followers. That's a lot. So I was what like What was the clip? It was just my podcast we're having gay sex and ah oh, it's a pretty graphic. This is pretty graphic, but I I was kind of a <laughs> slut for a few years. I did hey. like I did a classic lesbian 10 years of serial monogamy just in and out of long-term relationships. Okay. Real hit, hit sort of a rock bottom that I was talking about, and I was like, I uh, don't know how to receive love. Like I was dating people that like weren't really kind to yeah, me. Yeah. Okay. Codependency, like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, I need to just be a slut for like a year and not date anybody. Okay. So I was doing that. Yeah. And documenting it through this podcast, and I hooked up with someone and. I don't know what medical issue was ailing them at the time, but I did, in fact, enter their place. Totally. With my, and when I pulled my fingers out, almost like a schmear or a. Stop it. A a, a (laughs) brie cheese. Not schmear. Schmear. (laughs) You're Jewish, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was sort of a. uh, Yeah. That. Brie cheese. The thing is, a lot of people are like it was a yeast infection. I'm telling you right now, it was not a yeast infection. Okay. I don't know what, because like no shame, no shame. I've no, had a yeast infection. Fine. Like no, everybody yeah. gets them. Classic. I didn't know what to do because uh, 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 the point is that I posted about this. Yeah. And I got thirty five thousand views, okay. and then my podcast, like, <sighs> yeah, you know. <laughs> Sure. Because <laughs> who doesn't want to hear that? I need to know more details on that, honestly. It was a... Stinky? Oh, oh my God, stinky. <laughs> the thing is that there's very little shaming. Like, I don't want to shame anybody. Totally. But it was a disturbing thing that happened to me. It was just a thing that happened it, that you wanted to talk about. It was... <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what no, it was. Exactly. No shame. Just a thing that happened. I like... The idea of keeping something as vague as possible yeah. so that you can. Jake Paul is just a person that on the internet, on the internet who does who things. Does things. Sometimes people don't like him. Sometimes people do like him. And I want to talk about it. And here we are. Yeah, that's that's, that's me scared of the internet. So it went. We all get scared. It's, it's scary. It is fucking terrifying because yeah. a lot of times I don't think I'm saying anything wrong because I so, sometimes don't. I don't know everything, and so sometimes I say something and I'm like, I had no idea. Right. You know. Right. And, and a it's lot of scary. times, a lot of times, the things that you're joking about, you would joke about them even if they were you. If I had brie cheese coming oh out my of my God. vagina, everyone on the internet I would think know. Totally. Like I don't. <laughs> everyone would know. Pictures. I, <laughs> I'd get a biopsy done. Yeah. I'd have a Patreon tier. I'd vlog it. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody would know. Yeah. No. I think. I think. Like I. I'm very like self aware and I'm totally down to like make fun of myself. Yeah. And. So it's like never real things aren't really ever coming from like a judgmental place, but a lot like it could come off that way if someone doesn't know me. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, totally. And that's what people think in a 35 second clip on the Internet. Right. But that was the first time I went viral. I think I was awake for three days. OK, I I just, I just ooh, excuse me. My heart just for for like three days. Yeah, I couldn't focus. And then I remember thinking I have to 
I have to do this for the rest of time. And now I do. And I yeah. want I'm so tired. Yeah. I'm so tired of the clipping. Do That's you- why the special really has to go viral, guys. Please, Please watch the fucking special. It's out right now. Well, we got to figure out when this is, is airing. This is coming out later. Great. When it's does it come out? out? Right, uh, April 23rd. This is weird, but I, I kind of love you. I love you too. I think you're so great. Really? I think you're a really good host. You're just like very easy to talk to. Thank you so much. Yeah. I, yeah. That's the goal. <laughs> I would hope so. And you're funny. And they're sort of like... I, I feel like you thought about that for a second. No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to... There's like an effortlessness. There's just like a, like you're sitting with a really good, like I feel like you're a really good friend and I barely know you. Well, thank you. I do feel like we're friends. Like I would consider you a friend after this. I would also consider you a friend, but I don't know if that's. God. (laughs) My God. Can you imagine? (laughs) If you were like, I consider you a friend and I was like, well, actually. Thank you. you. That's really sweet. Like saying I love you on The Bachelor. (laughs) Thank you for sharing that with me. Are you a Bachelor fan? No. Fuck. I know. Are you a Vanderpump Rules fan? No. I, I got, just got I think into I'm it. Get into I it just got into it because of all the drama. Yeah. Nick. Vi- I did Nick Vial's podcast yesterday okay. and he was like, you got to get into it. It's pretty, it's pretty amazing. I'm not going to lie. Here. Here's the thing about that level of reality TV that freaks me out. These people are not okay. No. They are really damaged. I, I actually was thinking about this. It's like taken over my brain. And also I watched like six episodes last night. So I think like it's just heavy on my mind. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but I started it from the beginning, by the way. There's 10 seasons. Wow. Yeah. And I am, wow. I am in it. You blew through it. I, I just finished season one. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were up to date. God, no. It's, it's taking a long time. I'm watching okay. the recent episodes and the old episodes to just try to like wrap my head I see, around I see, everything. I see. But... Like what, like at what point is it like not like where's the real life and like TV? They're too intertwined in this yes, show. You know what I mean? And I just freaks me out about it. it, it it's it's intense because I'm like, these people are real people. Yes. But they're not. But well, they, they are. They, they are, are people. They are. <laughs> they're real. They're not AI. They are real they're people. They're not robots. Yeah. They're not projections. I think. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's what AI would do. AI would replace reality TV. And when we get to the no. uncanny, like that. I don't like to think about that. That really scares me. Oh yeah, I mean, it scares me too. I'm scared of everything. Me too. Oh my god, I could go on a, like <laughs> just. I could tell you everything. We'd have a whole like three hour podcast. I'm scared of literally everything. <laughs> I'm scared of that's honestly a great podcast concept. Like just, I, just talking oh god, to people just about pick, their biggest pick fears. one thing every time and talk about a why guest and then just like why they're okay. You want to host a podcast? Should with we me? do that? I would host that podcast. <laughs> I would do that because <laughs> I'm so scared. I think that might be a Jewish thing too. I'm I, well, I'm half Jewish. I'm only half Jewish as well. This is it. This is why we're connected. That is. That is. Wait, dad or mom? My mom. My dad. Fuck. Oh my off. god. Wait. No, we're like parent trap. We are. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when's your birthday? Wait, let me say see it a out picture loud. of your mom. Say it out loud really slowly. When's your birthday? October. October. Oh, wait, I was saying the parent trap. <laughs> October 11th. 11th. Yeah. No, when's your actual birthday? Though? November, <laughs> November 17th. Oh, mine's September 24th. Okay, that's a good Fall. birthday. All girls. Yeah. Anyway, what the fuck were we talking about? I, Vanderpump Rules. Yes. <laughs> anyway. I'm going like, to pitch Dear Media. Marsh. Are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> my biggest fear. Wait, what was the name of it? My biggest fear? I'm scared of everything. I'm scared of everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
It's really true, though. Yeah. And I also like give me a situation, any situation. I'll tell you what to worry about. Like, <laughs> like even if it doesn't involve me, you know what I mean? I'm like, wait, but you didn't think about this, 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 this and this. It's true. I'm laughing because <laughs> I don't know if we have similar drama, but <laughs> maybe. <laughs> like, I lost my father when I was 11. Okay. And so I have like a fair amount of like just generalized fear. Yeah. Because when you lose someone like that, you just you're like worst case scenario. Everywhere you go, you're worried a Wor- piano is going to oh, fall, yeah, yeah, fall yeah. on your head. Totally. So, yes, <laughs> we're actually soulmates. Yeah. So my anytime my girlfriend gets sick, I have a little bit of medical trauma that I'm like working on. But immediately I'm like, you got to go to the doctor. Yeah. No matter what it is, because she's the most precious thing in the entire world to me. I love her so That's much. That's very sweet. It is. But it, she just has a canker sore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just a canker sore. Right. But in my head, I'm like, it's going to get infected. And yeah. she's never going to be able to speak again. Yeah. That's where, you know, like, yeah, that's totally, you know? Yeah. No, I couldn't agree more. Sorry. Vanderpump rules. I apologize. I get it, though. Now I'm talking about being worried, but it's true. <laughs> it's so easy. One time, one of my friends were like, not really friends anymore. <laughs> this is probably why. <laughs> this is forever ago. She was like, I want to know, like, if you I want to I want you to say out loud what you're thinking the whole day. Like, I want to know, like, what you're worried about the whole day. And we got to, like, maybe 9.30 a.m. Yes. Like, to be, like, a supportive friend. We got to 9.30 a.m. And she said, I think we should stop. I think we should stop playing this game. And I was like, I can't fucking stop playing this game. This isn't a game to me. You want, I thought you were my friend. It does sound like reality TV. This isn't a game to me. I'm not this here. This is my fucking life. Okay? <laughs> I have to live with these thoughts every yeah. day. I'm a chronic warrior. Me too. Chronic. Overthinker. Yeah. And warrior. And now I meditate, which I know. Yes. Yes. I just started to do. I started about four years ago. Okay. Game changer. Yeah. Although now I'm reflecting and I'm like, was it a game changer? Because I'm <laughs> yeah. still worried. No, but I think. I'm less reactive. And I also think it just helps control. Help the control the thoughts from like. <laughs> literally fucking going crazy i i'm obsessed with you. i'm so sorry that i'm doing this like live on the air i'm, I'm so, so honored i'm so glad that i ran with my sit uh, my assistant randomly emailed you guys this is so great this is so great thank god it is fate it is fate i'm happy i'm very happy i'm worried me too, obviously i'm worried that I'm worried maybe, I like you too much. I'm worried that, yeah, you maybe don't feel the same that I feel. No, and I usually, like, I would leave. I'm happy that we're talking about this because I would leave <laughs> <laughs> and think about this the whole rest of the day, maybe until a few days from now, just like, do you think she felt that same way? <laughs> do you think I was funny? Do you think that? Yeah, I think you're so funny. Well, Are you from New York? My family is from New York. That's another piece of it. Whenever Where are you from? I meet like, another, in New York? I'm from Manhattan. Okay. Whenever I read, my mom's from Brooklyn. My dad's from Long Island. So I don't know where your family. My mom was born in Brooklyn. Yeah. But she moved when she was pretty young. Okay. My grandma lived in Brooklyn like her whole life. Yeah, yeah. And my dad's from upstate. Okay. Upstate. Yeah, he's from Kingston. Oh, okay. And this is my favorite part of your podcast. (laughs) When we list... When we list cities, me too. In upstate New York. This is the city section. What's the capital of of New York? Albany. There you go. Right. Yeah. Thank you. What's one of the biggest <laughs> colleges that makes it to basketball? Syracuse. There you go. Yeah. I'm pretty good at sports. Okay. I know like 
general college what about the Bills? sports. The Buffalo Bills. Here we go. Are you a fan? No. Oh, okay. I don't know what that was. <laughs> I thought <laughs> I thought you were a big Bills fan. No, I was just stoked that I knew the answer to the question. I love quiz time. <laughs> I'm thinking about going on double dates with you and Cody and me and my girlfriend. I'm very down. <laughs> What's your girlfriend's name? Her name's Jen. <laughs> She's the best. I love her. <laughs> you look so happy when you talk about her. You know why? Because we we're going to get engaged. She told me when she wants me to ask her sometime. Oh my God. It, not, not in a while, but we talked about Wait, it. Wait, that's so exciting. Yeah, it's really exciting. I'm super stoked about it. We're very communicative. I love that. Yeah. So Wait, she, she, wants amazing. To, she wants to like kind of be having fun a little bit more for a little while. But okay. she told me I said so sometime during late 2024 and she was like, make it 2025. And I was like, OK, we can do that. OK, so I have time to figure out how I'm going to do it. I have a can full I year. Help you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> OK, I think we do it on this podcast. Me too. No, we do it on. I'm literally afraid of everything. Mm. And I'm like, this is my worst fear that you're going to say no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That could be like. The first episode. That could be the first uh, ma- massive clickbait. Yeah. Massive. I'm really excited for that. <laughs> I can't wait to be at your wedding. Shit. Maid of honor. She might find out now. Jen, <laughs> act surprised. Do you think she's going to listen to this? Yeah, I think she will because she likes you. I like her. She likes your fat. She likes fashion YouTube. So she like, she likes vloggers. I see Cody and I are the exact same. I can watch vlogs all day, every day. And he's like, I don't understand vlogs. My foray into social media was so like, never wanted to do it. Didn't give a fuck. And like I said, I only did this so that I could pursue comedy. Yeah. Now I love podcasting. Now I genuinely love it. Yeah. And there are certain things about YouTube that I'm like, I'm happy to do this work. Yeah. But in terms of media that I consume, I'm a reality TV girly. Like that's... Oh my God. Watch fucking Vanderpump. I know. I have to. All but you do is sit and watch The Bachelor. Isn't I, I like, lame? I like... Okay. Or, this is our first fight. Sorry. You're right. I don't know why I just <laughs> went so hard. I've never even watched it. <laughs> the thing about The Bachelor is that it's a classic. That's what I hear. Like people are like, once you... If you watch enough of it, like you can't just not watch it. Yeah. It, it, it's wonderful. But I also like Love is Blind. I like Love Island. I love Love Island. I love any competitive love or cooking show. Oh, my God. Wait, have you watched that show on Netflix? Which um, one? Oh, what is it? When they like bid on the food? No, I haven't seen that. Oh, Cody and I have been really into that lately. Uh, it's called. <laughs> couldn't even tell you what it's called. No idea what it's called. Cash cooking for cash. Cash cooking. Maybe. I don't know, but it's really, it's kind of bad, but it's really good. Yeah. I like like Iron Chef. Iron Chef. That's like a really I like celebrities. Chopped. I think I've watched more Chop than anyone on the planet. It's so good. How do they think of it? <laughs> <laughs> How do they think of it? <laughs> All the stuff that they make. It's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> but I'm such an armchair chopped person. I'm like always like, why didn't you crumble the <laughs> the pretzels and, and make a brittle? Yeah. You fucking idiot. Yeah. I can't make a brittle. <laughs> no. I don't even know how to be. I can't cook shit. No, that but is I'm so like, true. Use the immersion blender. Make a right, foam. Right. <laughs> or that's me watching Great British Baking Show. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, are you fucking kidding me? 
that that's what you're gonna do and it's like i could i can't even make cereal like i am so you know great british baking show calms me yeah it calms me whereas chopped really gets to the animal inside of my heart oh i actually think you'd like this this show that i'm talking about on netflix that i don't know the name of oh i'll look for it i'll let you i can i'll just google well i can text you on geneva or regular (laughs) regular Yeah, yeah if you want i can send it to you on text Yes, yes, I've never wanted anything more. <laughs> I've never wanted anything more in my time. Am I, am I U-hauling with you right now? I feel like I'm U-hauling our I, friendship. Well, yeah, we are kind of U-hauling our friendship, but I'm fine with that. And we're going to be long distance because I'm, I live in New York. Right. When are you going back? Well, whenever you tell me to. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm here tomorrow because I'm doing another podcast. Yes. I'm doing so many podcasts while I'm yeah. here. But... I I have to be home by Saturday at 8 p.m. because I'm going to see a Broadway show with Jen. <gasps> what show? We're seeing Six. Oh, my God. I am so excited for you. I've actually never seen it. I've never seen it either. But I love ev- any Broadway show ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we do, too. I'm excited She's for an you. actor, and I was acting before I did stand-up comedy. So okay. We love theater. I love, I love theater so much. Like, it's embarrassing how much I'm into What's it. What's your favorite? Are we ever going to talk about Vanderpump Rules or is it gone? <laughs> the podcast host in me is like, sorry. See, no, this is this podcast. That, we just do you have that skill on tangents where you're like in the back of your mind, you're thinking about the five different things that we didn't address. And mm. you're like, how do we get back? Because I will tell you I, what I have been thinking about this whole time is that we actually never said your name. <laughs> <laughs> so I would like to kind of clear the air on that. Your first name, because we talked about your last name. <laughs> so if you want to just. You What's don't your even, name? You don't even know my name. I know your name. I just wanted you to do it in the first place. Okay, so insert this, Marshall. Please. Insert this. <laughs> Say please to Marshall. I'm Ashley Gavin. Ashley. I am a first com- name. I am a comedian. Mm-hmm. If you like me here, I have a YouTube channel mm-hmm. and I've got a special coming out. And it's out, actually. Yeah. And I am Ashley Gavin. And we I th- honestly, I think we keep this. I'm I'm telling giving you the edit notes. Okay. I think we keep this as is, but we also do an insert in the beginning. And people are like, why was that so weird? And now they know. Let's do it. Okay. Wait, where? what time are we at? Oh, my God. I know it flew. It really did. Can we do one journal question? What's a journal question? Well, I have these questions here. That so I, cute. That I write down. Oh, very preschool teacher. Yeah. That's, On pipe cleaners? Yes. That was the point. Do they have another name besides pipe cleaner? No. I don't think so. They're not big enough to clean a pipe. Are you sure? Maybe if, <laughs> if they're if they're longer, like if I didn't roll them. Do you mean like with like girth or like girth, with, girth, oh, a pipe? Yeah, a very but small. You, okay, okay. I don't know. Yeah, listen, I don't know. I'm just the teacher. Yeah, the, I just learned that these were literally for cleaning. Adults pipes. should be doing crafts. I agree. We'll consider that for the next, for one of the episodes of our new podcast. I'm literally scared of everything. I'm scared of literally everything? I'm scared of everything. I'm scared of everything. I want blue. I knew you were going to choose blue. You know me so well. (sighs) What can I say? I actually remember what this question is. And it's going to be really funny. Do you want me to pick a different one? No, but it's going to be really funny. (laughs) 
talk about a time you got in trouble for something. When were I you have, scared? I have. I was so scared. I was <laughs> exactly. literally scared of everything. Okay. I have two. Okay. I got detention once once in eighth grade. Okay. I got detention once. <laughs> yeah. I had a lisp when I was a kid. That's fine. So every now and then I lisp. That's good. I'm glad that I did it now because I talk about having the lisp, but then I'm not lisping. Then it feels more organic if I actually lisp. Love that. Committed. Okay, so you got you had got detention one time in eighth grade, sixth grade, eighth grade. Okay, the sixth graders were in the library with a apparently a quite famous author, children's author, coming to speak with them. I Ooh. believe he wrote Captain Underpants. Whoa, yeah, I know that's huge. I didn't know that. Okay, me and my friends used to hang out <laughs> in the library in the quiet rooms, and we would be really loud. Yeah, so we wanted to, they kicked us out. And then I was like, why are they kicking us out? And Captain Underpants, I feel so bad about this. Captain Underpants guy was reading and taking questions. And then I raised my hand from the, or no, he wasn't taking questions. No one was asking any questions. And I'm always the, you were the bitch that asked the first question. If no one's asking, I'm going to break the ice. Okay. So I raised my hand and they were like, and then the librarian was like, oh my God, an eighth grader. That's so great that an eighth grader is like being a role model. <laughs> Okay. And I just had learned that I was funny. Okay. Oh, that's big. That's mm -hmm. powerful. And I was practicing. Yeah. I raised my hand and I said, if given the opportunity, would you ever lick a llama? It doesn't make any sense. It's not even that funny, but that is... <laughs> I thought that was going to be so much worse. I, I, I said that and I... He was like, what? The, the very successful author of Captain Underpants. He has to expect that. I, I don't know. I got detention. You got detention for that? Yeah, yeah, I did. I feel like you didn't deserve and, that. And then my friend Zoe got detention for laughing at my joke. I think your friend Zoe is a good friend. That's good. <laughs> We're not friends anymore. Yeah. Well, um, she was supportive then. She was supportive then. The other time I got in trouble, far more recent, far scarier. I was my last cruise on Carnival. <sighs> what happened? I have a really raunchy set. And okay. I do a lot of crowd work. Yeah. If you see my TikToks, yeah. you know I do a lot of crowd work. Mm -hmm. This woman, I heard some fa 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 from the side. And I was like, okay, these people aren't enjoying the show based on what I was hearing. Okay. And I'm used to that. On Carnival, I'm quite used to some older people right. being like, this lady's talking about her pussy. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, and, yeah. great, leave. I don't give a fuck. Right. You don't like comedy. You want something bland, whatever. So I was like, hey, guys, like, if you're not having a good time, feel free to leave. Like, I said it. If you know me, I say it genuinely. Okay. Like, I'm not going to be yeah. offended. Especially yeah. on Carnival, right. where they didn't pay. Right. Get the fuck out. Yeah. You didn't pay for this. Yeah. Leave. Totally. It's free. So she goes, oh, no, the opposite. I'm actually having a very good time. And I said, sincerely? Because I was shocked. Okay. And she goes, I have all of this on tape. She goes, Yeah. And I asked her a few questions and I was like, I learned about her life. Not an easy life. Okay. Single mom of four, taking care of a mother, I think, with Alzheimer's or dementia. Okay. Very difficult life. And then I have a joke kind of about how if you're like, if you are a powerful person, you just want to get railed and be baby sometimes. Okay. Yeah. I apologize for the language. No, I, uh, that would make sense. Yes. Yeah. So in that joke, I referred to her <laughs> okay. and I was like, 
she needs to get railed so hard she gets dementia she needs to forget everything she's taking care of everybody you know what i'm saying i start, so yeah. i start this is very i want to be clear this is very common at yeah. a comedy show yeah. that someone would do this <laughs> right and they get a, a disclaimer before the show if you are, are uncomfortable this is an x-rated show leave yeah you can leave at any time so i'm talking about She's getting the real shit railed out of her. Yeah. I get a complaint the next day from the security office. Whoa. And they're saying basically that I was coming on to her. They were like, you were saying you were going to. What? Yeah. It was really bad. She wrote down things that I didn't say. She was like. What? Wait. She said I was going to turn her gay in the complaint. Stop. Yeah. That's crazy. It was nuts. And then the security didn't want to say any of the words that I said to me. So they kept writing down the different curse words that I wrote on a piece of paper, sliding it across the table. And they were like, did you say this? And I picked up the paper. <laughs> and I picked up the paper. And I was like, pussy? Yeah, I say that about 9,000 times in my life. <laughs> yeah, I oh, said my- pussy, dude. <laughs> and then I just... That's insane. I had to do interviews and like all this stuff. Like, and she complained. She complained. That's so fucking insane. Yeah. That's a really good joke. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. That's so lame. Yeah. And it's really actually like a joke about women who are tired. Totally. Like, (laughs) she should have laughed. Yeah. I agree. She doesn't have to like it. I don't care. But okay. the homophobia of it, of being that's like the, this. That's the thing. To think that you, it was like. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, a comedian is being sexual, talking about sex and referring to me. Therefore, she's trying to have sex right. with me. Right. Yeah. No. None. I mean, it was. And I. That's insane. In my mind, I'm afraid of everything. I'm going to lose this job. Yeah. I'm going to get sued. Right. I'm going to like all this stuff. I kept. I was looking up like international waters law. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. You know what we I mean? We were spiraling. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. bad. Yeah. Really bad. And then of course nothing came of it. And right. now I'm talking about it on podcast and hoping I don't get sued by Carnival. You won't. But this is a true story. So, you know, and car- to Carnival's credit, they protected me as an artist. That's good. So, you know, every it sounds homophobic some of it, but everything they did I think was practical. Yeah. It was not principally correct but on a practical level they knew that there were homophobic people on the boat and so they were going to find ways to keep me there as their only yeah i'm not apologizing for it but like i do understand it because like as a gay performer there are places that i don't feel safe yeah those same clientele i wouldn't i wouldn't feel safe but i felt safe because of what they did right yeah that makes sense yeah so that was the time i felt like i was wow was that too real no that was amazing Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, that is the end of this episode. Sadly, I could have done sadly. this for so much I know, longer. It was really fun. It was very fun. Thank you, Ashley. I just Thank wanted you. to prove that I knew your name. Ashley Gavin. Ashley Gavin. <laughs> I don't know what else to say, but you're amazing and I love you. And I'm glad that we're too. friends now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And thank you for joining us in Circle. Thank you for having me. Bye, everyone. Circle time.
Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.